Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Global Diamond Broker Hard Truth Podcast, episode 85. 85. I'm amazing. You're amazing. Hey, you've had a bit of a... Uh, I'm... I'm on a roll. Should you be introducing us, though? You sort of skipped oh, over it. Oh, I'm your host, GIA Judy, and this is my lovely co-star, Mr. Global Diamond Broker, a.k.a. Diamond Stud. You AKA. can call me the Diamond Stud. <laughs> Right? Like, that's fine. Mm. That works with me. Said in 18, not You notice how terrible. this week I am the host, and then last week. Yeah, you I understand. Host. But that's been going on. I don't know. Can you even remember the other weeks? <laughs> because you changing host to hostess to. Anyway, you're a little bit. Um, unpredictable. Unpredictable is the word, mm-hmm. right? That's but, what's so exciting about this podcast. So. Um, <laughs> Is the unpredictability? Yeah. Well, you know, I'll tell you one thing that is predictable, though, and I get quite a chuckle out of this, is what's going on in the diamond industry and the absolute war between lab-created and mined diamonds. And, you know, the lab-grown market is continuing to grow at a very hot pace. It almost feels like the war is over. Oh, not... Not it's been if you're over. reading anything. If you oh. read what's going on in the industry, <laughs> the war is very much heating up. So Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Do we need to go back and take that part out? No, 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 like no. You have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Because uh, you do. I was really proud of you the last number of episodes. But what I mean that. to say is we know who's winning this war. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right? Ah. Ah, so I understand. But so it was your your uh, inability to interpret what I was saying. It's I'm the problem. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that since episode one for eighty five episodes, I think everybody can agree. Mm-hmm. From your perspective, I'm the problem on so many things. See if that was. Are you, you allowed to have fluids at the? Yeah, because it's an enclosed water <laughs> bottle. Maybe, maybe you could do an ad. Um, so, but here's the thing. The, the the mine diamond industry, and I have difficulty calling it the natural diamond industry today. So does the FTC. <laughs> and that's the Federal Trade Commission, by the way. And the reason that we're having difficulty is, look, no one can tell the difference. And this is getting to be crazy. These mm-hmm. companies that are out there right now who are literally... Um, uh, you know, creating certificates that say GIA. And, 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 you know, the other aspect of this is they've been in the pipeline for decades, these mined, these lab-created diamonds, and top experts in the world, having them go through their companies all over the world, carrots and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of carrots, couldn't tell the difference. Today, the tech, today... <laughs> Today, the technology to create these things is becoming more formidable in terms of ways to detect it. It's a good word, eh? Formidable. You like that word? Why did I just know you were going to ask me if I like that word? Well, it's such a good word. When's the last time you used formidable? Never. Okay. Should we Google what it means for you? Do you want to? No. But it's, it's formidable in the technology that's available today. You know, we've reported already on the fact that they can put inclusions that mimic diamonds that come out of a mine now. I mean, the war is crazy. But here's what you're seeing from the mine diamond companies. 
because they're not taking it laying down. And don't forget, although the, the lab-created industry has taken billions of revenue, not millions, not hundreds of millions, but billions of revenue mm -hmm. from the, the mine diamond industry, the mine diamond industry is not taking this lying down for lack of a better way to say it. And they're starting to fight back. And this morning, I see lots of things on natural diamonds. Now, the, the Federal Trade Commission, which Judy talked about, didn't say you couldn't use these words, but they don't use these words. And they certainly don't use, let them use words like natural where it's not appropriate. But what's interesting to me is how the bounce for the... Uh, the mine diamond industry is going, and today I was looking at an article, and now they re re they they describe themselves as real, rare, and responsible. Well, I who, thought it, who does the natural the natural diamond industry? Hmm. Natural diamonds, real, rare, responsible. So, what do they refer to? Um, for lab diamonds. You well, it's them, interesting that they, they use the synthetic. word real because that's also a word that they use with lab diamonds. That's a very good question, Judy. Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> you've you. revived my faith in you. Thank you so much. It's a very good, because they're all real diamonds is mm -hmm. the problem that, one of the problems the industry's having, although they try to taint it. And when <laughs> I read articles, it's so interesting to me because, look, Media outlets look for anything to write about, and yeah. De Beers being De Beers, and the you know know what they're doing when they do these mar this marketing campaign to 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 sell these things. But they're both real, rare. I'm sorry. Oh, that I, is the biggest farce. It's it, on both sides. Mm -hmm. Neither one's rare. Neither one's rare. We know a lot because they can create an exponential right. amount, and we know that De Beers falsely. Uh, inflated this idea that diamonds are rare. Well, when well, De Beers not. was known for generations <clears throat> as the syndicate, and they were known as the syndicate because they completely controlled the market, a monopoly. I mean, mm -hmm. when I used to meet with De Beers in the 90s, they weren't allowed to go into the U.S. because they were in violation of antitrust laws, mm -hmm. monopolistic laws set to to stop predatory businesses from doing business. And, you know, they ended up paying some token fine to get that behind them. And, I mean, it was a billions of dollars lawsuit, and they paid $10 million and settled it. You can check my numbers, by the way, and I'll bet I'm right. And um, it's interesting because uh, now they're trying to reinvent... The, That's a good word, reinvent. Right? Mm -hmm. Reinvent themselves mm -hmm. is really what they're trying to do. And it's so interesting. And it was funny because I, I read another article this morning. It's impressive I get up and read these articles. Not oh, really. And you don't was, have a life. It was the greatest <laughs> diamond heist of the millennia. And I thought, oh, my God, are they referring to lab-created diamonds? Because they've taken the diamond business and really turned it on, it, on its head. Mm -hmm. And... Mm -hmm. um, the, it's uh, the business is relentless. It's growing, and so anyway, it wasn't that. It was another diamond heist that I'll report on next week. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Mm. It's interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> real, rare, and responsible. Oh, so my God. after 
generations. Just makes you shake your head. The natural diamond industry that is real, rare, and responsible is now getting responsibility as well, which is, I thought, wow, like from blood diamonds to where we are today, <laughs> you're actually going to be responsible. From child what about the recent fines and charges in northern Canada for, for leaking mercury into the ground? For leaking mercury and knowing you're doing it. Is that the responsibility you're talking That's about? Hilarious. Like, you know, and, and look, I'll, I'm the first one to call out either industry. But the absolute lies that are coming out right now as well about, you know, things like what it takes to make a lab-created diamond. It's just, there's so much misinformation. And, you know, very much the diamond industry itself. It's a, We've talked about this a lot. It's an industry of misinformation, of information asymmetry. And this is just one more example of it. When these organizations come out and say this stuff, that is absolute bullshit. But to use that as a selling point is... It's amazing. It's amazing. But, you know, that's marketing. That's the world we live in today. So mm -hmm. so anyway, the war continues to rage. It's and not over. It, it's not over. <laughs> it, it's far from over. Um, the big things you got to watch for is, boy, you got to make sure your diamond is out of a mine or out of a laboratory and there's ways to do it. Your retail jeweler doesn't know and your retail jeweler is at the mercy of whoever they buy from mm -hmm. and whoever they buy from and whoever, we don't have middlemen in our business. We're the broker. We can show you how to verify the authenticity of your minor lab-grown diamonds. And remember, we're pro-choice. We're here to report facts, mm -hmm. right? Like, we're not here to, to go to one side or the other, although I personally do have a bit of a bias these days. And if you would have said you after 41... Don't say... Yeah, I do. I, I think that if I was a young person today, looking at the choices from an ethical environmental and and really an economic yeah it's a no-brainer it's a no-brainer to get a lab created diamond i mean having said that um if you if what you want is a mine diamond look just know the facts mm -hmm. right but but it's and make a sure that world. what you're buying is what you're getting yeah, and make sure what you're buying is what you're getting. So if you're getting, a, if you're going to go for a mine diamond, please, for goodness' sake, help us let you let us help you verify. Help that. us help you. Help us help you. Exactly. Yeah. That was good. Thank you. So Hollywood. Not much is going on. In Hollywood I think there is the a lot in Hollywood. You going on. think that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey Look, are? Look, I watched up. a TikTok on it, and if you can't trust TikTok, who the hell can you trust? <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Right? The fact that we if still... If TikTok is your main source of news, current events, we've got a problem here. Well, I just had a post go to a million views okay, on TikTok. Okay, we get it. So, so he's TikTok famous. So I'm TikTok famous, number one. But number two to go along with that is, um, you, did you see Travis? Now, we've reported on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey as a couple and the fact that he buys her lab-created diamonds, and that she wears lab-created diamonds, I'm sure, for those same environmental and ethical. Maybe we should get her on the show. Yeah. Hey, talking about... <laughs> hey, I'll give her a call later. Um, talking about <laughs> ethical and environmental aspects of owning these, since she does... <clears throat> 
sorry. Let me just have a sip of my drink. Yeah, take your time. <laughs> we'll just sit here and wait. Um, but the fact that given his behavior at the Super Bowl. Oh, because he threw a hissy fit? Well, he sort of assaulted his coach mm. physically during the game. And then he went out and got so inebriated after the game mm -hmm. and said some things that were not becoming well that were not becoming mm -hmm. and so there's a big rumor right now and please google this for all you 18 year olds that follow us <laughs> <laughs> you know 13 to 18 it's not really our age group but i thought it was fascinating i sent it to you and you said you refused to talk about it yeah it's so fascinating it's so riveting talking about celebrity couples well i thought breakups. you might want to talk about it from the tight end perspective you seem to be Ooh. quite taken with yourself and yeah. your tight end jokes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anyway so that's something going on in hollywood but i know you want to talk about trends right 2024 is the year of timeless elegance okay and what i mean by that is uh women are choosing to get more contemporary designs that are timeless and that won't age really if you think about it um so we're seeing a lot more simplistic designs elegant designs timeless elegance um go ahead well no i was just gonna say but isn't it always that time like that's how it should be i've made hundreds of millions for sure, of dollars for sure. worth of engagement rings and the one thing i say to them always is unlike any other piece of jewelry this goes with you wherever you, you go, go forever mm -hmm. like simple elegant timeless beauty and i think beauty yeah. is the key beauty is the key right mm -hmm. if you have a beautiful diamond really if you have the most beautiful which our clients do you know who you are um you're going to have the prettiest diamond in the room forever. And there's no real value or return greater than that, is mm -hmm. there? No, I 100% agree. It, it's funny because I always talk to our clients. For 41 years, I've said, pull back, simplify. Mm -hmm. Don't put Make the... sure it's not too busy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. Do you want to add to that? Well, no, it's, I'm just thinking of rings where I, I'm looking at how many engagement rings are we working on right now? You've got a whiteboard. I've got a whiteboard. That, by the way, do you remember the story of when we went to go buy that? I was. That's <laughs> what I was thinking about this morning with it in the wind, and the wind came up, and I was holding it above my head. Oh my god, that was funny. And oh my god, I could have blown away. It was like a scene out of Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're getting blown away. <laughs> um, it's interesting because. Um, yeah, we're working on a lot of engagement rings, and there's one in particular that I think's too busy, and I don't know if I should say something or not. When do you ever not say something? Well, that's the whole thing. Right? And so I have another meeting with that client, and I want to, you know, because design is something like marriage. You have to live with it. And so... <laughs> well, not really. You can always change the setting. Not like you can change your partner, but... Well, you can as well, I guess. If you can, but you shouldn't. You should, well, why shouldn't you if you're unhappy? Oh, sorry. Are, are we digressing here? Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> We're not going to take relationship advice from you, okay, Colin? <laughs> you're supposed to be my wingman. That is just wrong, what you just yeah. said. Anyway. Um, anyway. So... So 
what was I talking? Oh, so timeless. Yes, timeless. I mean, I can't believe they're saying 2024 every year I mean, should it, be timeless. Every year should be when it comes to engagement rings. Simple, elegant, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that campaign really plays well to the um, lab-grown diamond industry because mm, they're bigger, elaborate. they're less expensive, and they're they tend to be higher grades because they're made in the laboratory. Ah, yes. So it's interesting. Anyway, so that's what you can expect in 2024. What else? Um, so unique center diamonds are becoming really popular. So time and time again, uh, a classic round brilliant cut was, you know, reigned supreme. But now we're seeing more different designs like marquees. We're, we're doing a kite right now. That's right. A beautiful um, Lots story. of like elongated shapes that help to accentuate, um, you know, slender fingers. Um, we also see shapes like emerald a lot lately, some radiant cuts. Yes, ones you wouldn't normally see if we were only dealing in mine diamonds. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. And, and the kite was, we, you know, some of these d- diamonds are difficult to get beautiful because... When cutters cut, cutters don't sit down and make a decision about, gee, today I'm going to cut a kite. Right. If they make the decision predicated on the shape of the rough and maximizing to maximize, yeah. So you, if you remember, we looked at a lot of cutters, a lot of friends, a lot of mines we deal with, a lot of laboratories we deal with, and we actually ended up growing and manufacturing that diamond ourselves. It's so cool that you can do that right? in 2024. And it's the perfect kite-shaped mm-hmm. diamond. You know, for your own designer purse, you don't get to grow your own crocodile, right? But for your own diamond? Yeah. Three yeah. weeks? Yeah, it's quite amazing, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, uh, it's quite a process. And now it's computerized robotics, so it really you can eliminate, to a certain degree, the question about beauty. It's hard to make a beautiful kite shape. Mm-hmm. but we do it and it's all based on science so visually and technically they're the most beautiful diamonds on earth that's what we broker that's what we're here for the information if you're spending money on something that isn't the most beautiful give your proverbial head a shake it's 2024 simple elegance sure i think that should be every year Agreed. but beauty is timeless beauty is forever beauty is that nebulous thing that everybody talks about getting in their engagement ring. And I want you to look around over the next few days and see how many really beautiful diamonds there are. Not many out there. There's not many. And, you know, one of the ways I know this is because people will walk up to our clients and say, hey, did you get that diamond from Colin or Judy? Because that's what we do. We give what we recommend the world's most beautiful and it really you know if you know what you're doing the cost is negligible to get there yeah um what was the other thing and and soon we're going to have our own brand mm-hmm. of those we've talked about it before i'm not going to talk about it again now but we've hired the just web a little dev. teaser huh said so just a little teaser we've hired the web dev we've hired the copywriter and the copywriter is an interesting story they tell oh, yeah, story? tell them. Uh, tell her name is listeners. Emily. I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't know. She doesn't know I'm going to tell this story. But So I went online to find a copywriter, and I Googled copywriters. And um, she um, she answered the call, and her, her, her 
her company website was really interesting. And so uh, I gave her a call and I got on the phone with her and we started chatting about diamonds and about beauty. And she goes, oh, I have a very beautiful diamond. She started telling me how her diamond is so beautiful that when she's around her family, and it's not a massive diamond, it's a carat 20, but she goes- But it's a mine diamond, right? It's a mine diamond. um, She said, wherever I go, I have the prettiest diamond in the room. She said, um, um, what else did she- Oh, when she's around her family, she simply refuses to wear her ring because her diamond so beautiful embarrasses the rest of the family. Does she have a lot of sisters? Because that would suck. <laughs> right? Like, it's a good question. I'm going to have to ask her. But so she really understood beauty. And I said, geez, that's so fascinating. Where did you get the ring? And she said, well, my husband got it for me and he got it from me. So ultimately, true story, the copywriter I have has experienced what it's like to own the most beautiful diamond on earth. And this is one of many stories. And, and, and it's different, right? Like, yeah, what are the odds of that, right? She had no clue because she didn't buy the ring. Her husband did. Anyway, um, so, so beauty is the ultimate return. Really, it's the only return. People always want to, the mine diamond industry always wants to talk about money now. I'm sorry, like, are you getting engaged to cash out? Yeah. Right? None of them retain value anyway. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. But it's it's one of these things where the industry tries to convince people it's a financial asset when it's a complete lie. Mm -hmm. And they've been doing it generationally, so it's going to be hard for them to get away from it. Anyway, that's what I got today. It's about beauty. It's about simple. It's about elegant. But if you think there's something more important in her diamond than beauty, ask her. We're the global diamond broker, (laughs) GIA Judy, the diamond stud. Okay, only I can call you the diamond stud. You can't call yourself the diamond stud. You can't call myself the diamond stud. See you next week, guys.